Apostle Lonnie Starks, and this is the Wake Up to Jesus broadcast coming to you from the Jesus Saves Ministry, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard, right here in Greenville, North Carolina. This is a special invitation to you if you've been out of church, you're not going to church, um, you're not a member of a church, and or something happened in church, and I mean, invite you to come on and be a part of our ministry right here in Greenville, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard. Uh, Jesus Save Ministry. Our telephone number is 252-214-0799. I want you to stay tuned today. we got a word especially for you in Jesus' name. Amen. And God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast on this evening. God is a good God, even on a bad day. And I'm so grateful to just be here and to lift up that wonderful, matchless name of Jesus Christ. He's matchless. No other name like him. People got that name, Jesus and Jesus and all that. But there's no one can compare with Jesus Christ. Thank you again for tuning in. On this evening, I want to talk about something that uh, I shared one time before, but it's very important because God has made a way for us, and I'm, I'm grateful that God has made a way. I don't care who you are, you can talk to God. You, I don't care what you, excuse me, I don't care what you have done. God is there for you. We're going to talk about a man this evening named Jacob. He had swindled his brother out of his birthright, had went away and married two women, had two concubines. He had swindled, I mean, he was a swindler. And God made him and said, I'm going to change your name. From Jacob to Israel, God sent an angel that met him. So let's just let's take a look at that, if you don't mind, over there in the book of, uh, well, let's back up. Let's back up and do this right here. Let's do this. I want to I want to share you something. My topic today is God met Jacob, and he'll meet you. Now, Jacob <laughs> did some things that is unheard of, man. And he, when he was going back to meet his brother, Esau, he was very afraid. He was afraid. He was surely afraid, man, because he had done him wrong. And I just looked on Facebook. I looked on my Google. They said when Jack came back, he was like 90-something years old. So they'd been gone for a long time. Then got married two wives. He worked in the state of Lebanon's house 20 years. Uh, he worked for him for 14 years for his wives because um, first he got the wrong wife, then he worked another seven years. And it just he just worked and worked. And now here he's back, and God told him to go home. And here he's going home to meet Esau. Some of you maybe have done some wrong things. But I'm telling you, God, I bless you. The word fear there is a painful emotion a painful passion, excited by the expectations of evil, or the apprehensions of impending danger. The word apprehension, anxiety, 
solitude, or alarm, or dread. That's what fear is. You fear that nobody wants you. I'm talking to you. You fear that nobody cares. But I'm telling you, that's not true. The word fear is a, is a degree of this passion, beginning with the most moderate. Maybe thus express, or it could be apprehensions, the fear, the dread, the fright of the terror, afraid of something. You know, sometimes people won't come to God because they're afraid. In Genesis 32, verse 1, and Jacob went on his way, and the angels of God met him. The same man now that had got his brother's birthright and all the blessings that belonged to him, and his mother taught him how to get away, and he went to his father's homeland, and he wound up with two wives. But now here he's coming back, but he's afraid. And Genesis 32 and verse 2 said, And Jacob saw them, the angels. He said, This is God's host. And called the name of that place Maharim. Mahanarim, I'm sorry, Mahanarim, M-A-H-A-N-A-I-M, Mahanarim. He called it because this is God's dwelling spot. Now, in verse 3, Jacob said, and Jacob sent messages before him to Esau, his brother, unto the land of Seir, the country of Edom. Jacob was trying to make peace. He was trying to do it in his own way. But God already had it in control. Some of you trying to get things straight. But God got it already in control. God got it. God got what we need. God, God can handle it. God knows what we need. We, we, we think we know, but we don't know. God knows. God knows exactly what we need. Do you hear me? God knows exactly what we need. We don't know, but God does. God knows, and Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother unto the land of Seir, the country of Edom. See, he's trying to make peace, but God's already working it out. I'm telling you, God is working out your life. In verse number four, and he commanded them, saying, Thus shall you speak unto my Lord Esau. Thy servant Jacob says thus, I have sojourned with Levin and stayed there until now. Now he's trying to make peace. <laughs> God Almighty. Isn't, isn't that amazing? When you're trying to make peace, man, that, that's just amazing, I tell you. That's just amazing, isn't it? And he, and, he, and he commanded them, saying, Thus shall you speak unto my Lord Esau. He's telling himself to go to his brother and call him Lord trying to pat him on the back, trying to, uh, make you know, make peace. Isn't it amazing how God can already work things out and you trying to work it out? you trying to work it out and God already worked it out. <laughs> well, the song said, while you're trying to figure it out, God's already worked it out. Isn't that amazing? 
In verse 5, he tells him, I have oxen and asses, flocks, men servant, women servant, and have said to my Lord that I have had grace, that I may have grace in thy sight. So he's sending word to Esau, trying to make peace. And, and, and are some of you doing that now? God already worked it out. God, God got it worked out. He going to fix it for you. You ain't got to worry. God got it worked out. You know, I, I, a lot of times, I, sometimes we, we try to do, but we don't have to do it. God got it. God is the one that's going to take care of it. God is the one going to work it out. And we don't have to work it out. We just stand still and see the salvation of God. That's what we need to do. Stand still and see the salvation of God. Stand still and see it. You can't see it running all around. God can, God can, God, God is working things out for you right now. I don't care who you are. The Lord Jesus Christ is working it out. He met Esau. Esau thought he had to fight his battles himself. In verse 6, and the messenger returned to Jacob, saying, We came to thy brother Esau, and also he comes to meet thee, and 400 men with him. Oh, boy, he panicked. <laughs> oh, he panicked. Yeah, because, oh, now I know my brother going to destroy me. But God already worked it out. Look what happened in verse, verse 7. Verse 7 says, Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed, and he divided the people that was with him and the flocks and herds and the camels into two bands. You know why? Because he was afraid. I'm sharing with you this evening. Don't be afraid. God got it worked out. Don't be afraid. God got it worked out. I'm telling you, you know, just let God handle it. Whoever you are, whatever you're going through, just let God handle it. Those angels met Jacob, but Jacob didn't realize he was already in what's called protected custody. God got you sealed in. He said, no harm or danger will come upon you. I'm free. God said, I'm for you. And I'm more than the whole world is against you. God said, I'm for you tonight. Are you listening to me? God said, I'm for you tonight. <laughs> Excuse me. And he said, I'm more than the whole world. I know they don't want you to make it, but God said, you're going to make it. <laughs> you're going to make it. You're going to make it because God said so. You're going to make it because God said so. You're going to make it tonight. You're an overcomer. You're not just a survivor, but you're an overcomer. God Almighty is going to bring you through this. I don't want you to be afraid tonight. Listen, I'm going to show you something else. Satan wants to destroy you. He wants to destroy your friendship. You know why? Because he's taking no friendship, no accountability. Satan wants you to think you're right by yourself. And Satan knows if you got no friendship, you got no responsibility. You think nobody cares about you, but they do because God didn't give you favor. See, when you got friendship, you learn to look out for one another. 
You look out for him and he'll look out for you. Oh, likewise, she, she. And you look out for me if you got even my friend. In John chapter 5, verse 22, the scripture said, Even the Father judges no one, for he has given all judgment, the last judgment, and the whole business of judging entirely into the hands of his son. So Jesus has got us. We don't have to worry about it. He's going to take care of you. He's not going to let you fall. Christ Jesus got you. Do you hear me? God said, don't worry about it. Matthew chapter 11, verse 25. says, at that time, Jesus answered and said, I praise thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou didst not hide these things, that thou didst hide these things from the wise and the intelligent and didst reveal them to babies. That's the new American Standard Bible. Jesus said, you certain things people don't understand. Certain things. They just don't understand. But God got you back. God got you back. Look. In Luke chapter 4, verse 18, the scripture said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. You may not have a dime, but God loves you. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Christ is there for you tonight. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 13, the scripture says in the King James Bible, but go ye and learn what that means. I would have mercy and not sacrifice, for I'm not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. God will meet you right where you are today. He met Jacob, and he'll meet you. Are y'all hearing me? God met Jacob no matter what he had done, went away, worked in a foreign country, came back with stocks and camels and wives and children, two wives and two concubines, but yet he thought his brother was going to kill him. But God met him right there. I want you to know that God will do the same thing for you. I got to go. I hear the ladies. I got 10 seconds. So let me get on out of here. Or I said, pack my bags and go on down the road. In the name of Jesus Christ. All right, y'all have a good evening. I love you. Call me at 252-214-0799. I got to go. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, being a part of our show today. Oh, the clock on the wall is telling me it's time I got to get up and get out of here, but I'm so glad that God is good. I'm glad that you're there. Listen, if you ever like to speak to me, you can call me at 252-214-0799. Remember, if you're not saved today, it's so simple to give your life to Jesus Christ, all you have to do is say, Lord, help me and forgive me for my sins. Really mean that in your heart. Say, Lord, come into my heart and save me. And he'll do that. You'll be a born-again Christian. Well, you have a great day. My prayers are that you will always be blessed of the Lord in Jesus' name. Remember, you want to call me, 252-214-0799. Have a great day in Jesus Christ.